0: You're listening to the Bitcoin.com Exchange Podcast. Our guest today is Max, COO of SuperBid.io.
1: The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed by various guests or sponsors of the podcast are solely their own. They do not necessarily reflect those of the podcast host or the other people, entities, or organizations affiliated with the creation or production of the podcast. The guest and sponsor may consider their information reliable. But others involved in the creation or presentation of the podcast do not warrant the accuracy of guest or sponsor information, and it should not be relied upon.
0: This episode is brought to you by the Bitcoin.com Exchange, the exchange you can trust. Buy and sell Bitcoin as well as 250 digital assets. The Bitcoin.com Exchange is secure, fast, easy, and reliable. Register within seconds and buy crypto with a credit or debit card. Join our community of traders now. Exchange.com. Dot bitcoin.com I'm your host, Dustin Planthold. Join us as we dive into the world of economics, politics, tech, Bitcoin, and cryptocurrency. For even more crypto-related news, sign up at news.bitcoin.com or follow us on Twitter at Bitcoin.com. Now let's bring on our guest. Max, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Dustin. Thanks for having me. How's it going? Um, it's going
0: well. And I tell you, I've been very excited looking forward to today's interview with you to learn more about Superbit. But before we jump into it, how did you get involved in this space? I mean, what brought what brought you into the Bitcoin ecosystem?
2: That's a great question. And maybe mine is like a different path than normal people. I actually found out about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency through the dark web. I never used it but I had friends that were involved in exploring it back when I was a freshman in college. So that was about eight years ago. Um, I never invested. I didn't really decide to look further into it until three years after when I heard of a cryptocurrency called the Relox, which is now known as Nano. I explored this because it was allegedly a way to send money from A to B wherever you were in the world in a matter of milliseconds with zero fees. And I, find, I found that concept fascinating. So I decided to look further into it. I actually downloaded their application and I tested it and realized that this stuff is real, that cryptocurrency is real, that this is going to be able to basically empower the people that don't have access to a financial system, that don't have access to banks. And from there, I decided to invest my money. And when I invested my money, I became personally you know, invested with my time as well in making sure that I was staying up to date with this news. And then I diversified my assets. And since Rayblocks, which is now Nano, I have just been involved basically as an investor until Superbid came along. Now, I found out about Superbid as an actual investor. I did not found the company. I was a community member. I was one of the first 20. And I joined their Telegram. And I started asking questions. This is something that I do. Just common, you know, it's it's a common practice for me for any crypto that I get involved in, just because I want to do my due diligence directly from the source. Because people can post things online, I'm not going to trust anything that's online. Um, I'm going to have to meet with the people in person or in Zoom. Um, so, what I ended up doing was scheduling a meeting with the CEO and CTO. Our CEO is Patrick Gaida. Our CTO is Wojtek, um, and we met and over Zoom. And they decided that we wanted to continue working together. I realized that I could provide some benefit benefits from them in terms of um, the blockchain integration of things and also my knowledge of just being involved in the crypto industry as an investor for so many years. So they had me come on all these different calls and then I decided to quit my full-time job and work for Superbid full-time. And I've been doing this for the past two months. Wow.
0: So now you have made this official leap where your career is in this ecosystem. So talk about that. Yep. I mean, going from you were a personal digital asset investor, you were just buying for yourself to now you're involved with helping a project grow and helping a project mature and build, help build the community around it. I mean, what's it been like for you? And then how many hours, how many hours does it take? I mean, is this like like hundred hours a week? Because I will tell you. Elon Musk was asked this question years ago and said, what does it take? And he said, 80 to 100 hours a week. That's what it takes to succeed in business. Do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not going to give you a hard time, but I will tell you is that I don't have a separation between work and life. My life is my work. My work is my life. And for me, that's the best way to succeed because I'm personally vested. My my life, like me as a person, is vested not as an employee but as a person in making sure that this project succeeds. That's how I feel towards it. So when I wake up in the morning, it's super good. When I'm eating lunch, it's super good. It's everything is super good. And I have some time to chill out occasionally, but for the most part, I'm grinding nonstop because that is what it takes. And if you're running a team that has 30 people that are looking to you for advice, guidance, direction, you need to be there, especially when that team is not on your time zone.
0: So talk about that. I mean, having 30 people across the world, different come from different cultures, different backgrounds. What have you learned about this process?
2: That's a great question. Um, the American way is not always the way. <laughs> the American way of doing business. Um, I would say that working with this team is has just shined a light on how straightforward business should be. If there's a problem, you need to voice it as soon as possible. Before I Joined Superbit I was actually working in the corporate world for a company called Boeing and I was working in defense so I was a, basically supporting uh, fighter jet programs for the Air Force and the Navy and while I was working there I learned a lot about structure I learned a lot about organizing a system risk management um, but in terms of raising a problem or talking about issues or getting straight to the point, there was like a long process involved and on Superbit on this team working with these people, I've realized that instead of taking, you know, a week to identify a problem, it's a matter of like minutes to identify a problem and then voice it to someone and then fix it. So the pace of everything is very compressed, not only because this is a startup crypto environment, but also because of the team that I'm working on and just the kind of background that they have. Um, You know, culture is one thing, but the CEO and CTO are also very successful entrepreneurs. They founded a company called Venture Devs, um, which was a software house where they would um, basically develop, company, develop applications and websites for companies across the world. And since then, after we started Superbid, they decided to fully commit themselves to blockchain technology. And now we have this team of developers that's supporting the development of this project. And um, like I said, just circling back on my point about culture is that they, they do have a different background from me, but they also are coming from a completely different industry from me. And a completely different like pace of work for me because I came from you know I studied engineering I was doing engineering I was working in the corporate world as an engineer but this has always been like my passion to be a part of something super fast and that only having a team of people that have a, has a similar mindset only adds to my passion and adds the to the amount of effort that I'm that I'm able to, to put in and willing to put in to this project. I I
0: love that because what I think is fascinating about this ecosystem is that you have an incredible amount of, I call them high performance minds that these minds are unlike any other minds you've ever met or have ever done battle with, but it ultimately makes you better that it forces you to get better at what you do. So as a COO, you know, process and procedures really are the core. I mean, how do you not hurt someone's feelings yet get results? I mean, how do you get what you want without saying, give me it now and, and get it done? What's that been like for you?
2: For me, uh, I go. I'm going back to what I said. It's my life is my work, and I'm not going to treat someone differently in my work as opposed to how I would treat them in my life. So, how do I achieve that? I suppose I achieve that by building a real relationship with people. I care about their work effort, obviously, but I also care about who everyone is as a person. I got to where I am today not because I'm an employee or because I'm the smartest person in the room or because I have all these great plans and processes, or because I'm demanding. I got here because I built a relationship with these people and they trust me. And that's what it takes. And the customer,
0: who is the ideal customer for Superbid? And then to bring us into who is Superbid?
2: Yeah. So obviously we have a token on the market. So one of our customers is the crypto, your average crypto token holder. Um, but the the real customer for the app is people that are most interested in following influencers, which is the essence of our app. And these are the people that are going to be actually downloading the app to then go participate in auctions that influencers are running. And that creates demand for our token. So currently we have, you know, the investor side of things, the the crypto investor side of things is an entirely, entirely different customer base. Once we have the app launched, that's going to shift towards more of marketing towards younger people, you know, the the people that are on Instagram, people that are on uh, TikTok, this kind of market. Um, So we're almost balancing two businesses, right? Because we have a token and we have a real app that we're catering and marketing towards the mainstream.
0: And in terms of building this, I mean, how long has Superbid been in development for, and then ultimately what problems are you looking to solve or what solutions are you looking to create?
2: Superbid's been around for, since we launched the, the token. So about three months ago, and that's when we started development of our project. Um, I didn't touch on the, what Superbid actually is though. So I'll just tell you very briefly. Yeah, please do. It's an auctioning app for influencers to auction off physical goods experiences, and NFTs. And all of the auctions will be made or correlated to the token itself, the super token itself. So I'll give you an example for this. Um, let's say we partner with Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson wants to run an auction through the app. What he can do is record a video of himself signing these boxing gloves that he's gonna auction off on the app. He can convert that video into an actual NFT and he can auction off the boxing gloves on our app And whoever wins the boxing gloves also receives the nft video of him signing those gloves so it's almost like validation on top of validation for once you win these gloves so that's just one example um it's not just influencers that are able to use this app it's basically anyone regardless of how many followers you have if there is demand for something that you own you will be able to auction it off on Superbid. another added layer of SuperBid is that it's a social engagement platform. It's not just an auctioning site or an auctioning house like eBay. It's like eBay, Instagram, TikTok on steroids. So you'll be able to chat with people while you're in an auction. You'll be able to live stream with people while you're in an auction. It's this very dynamic gamification system of a normal auction platform with the added benefits of blockchain integration with our token. So that's SuperBid.
0: Talk about the utility aspect. So You developed this platform. You're now looking to bring this out to the community. It's currently being marketed. Um, What's it been like on the utility side? I mean, building it out so that everybody can use it.
2: Yeah, uh, it's quite simple. Um, Bids on the app, auction bids on the app will be made with the SuperBid token. So the economics of it, I'll just lay out for you. We have a fixed supply of our token. There are currently 102 million tokens in circulation. If there are influencers who we partner with, which there are, and I'll get to that, they will be doing auctions within the app starting day one, when we launch. We'll have 20, 30, 40 auctions, as many auctions as we can have for the first month of operations, just so that we have this constant flow of people that are actually downloading the app and then participating in auctions. If there is demand for these auctions, which there will be because the the influencers we're partnering with have millions of followers, what that means is those users are going to be purchasing Superbid tokens to then participate in these auctions. If there's demand for auctions and there's a limited supply of the token and the only way to participate in auctions is to acquire the token, that means that the token price is going to fluctuate with demand. And if the demand is up, then token price, obviously, you can do the math yourself. Um, So people that actually realize that, and I think that some of our early community members actually realize that, understand that we're creating almost a recession proof token that regardless of you know the state of the crypto market, if influencers are still around and if they're still using the app and still running auctions then there's going to be demand for superbit regardless of whether bitcoin's hundred thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars or one thousand dollars
0: And so NFTs I mean this is really becoming more mainstream where major celebrities around the world, are now coming out with their own NFTs, as well as, would say, the, the average person. There are many people around the world that are coming out with them as well. Why do you think that mm-hmm. is?
2: Well, I think that people right now think that, that that it's a way to make millions of dollars in a really short amount of time. And m- sadly, or maybe it's good for the influencer, uh, it's true. Um, you know, You've seen Logan Paul, who's auctioning off his Pokemon cards for millions of dollars, NFT Pokemon cards for millions of dollars. And you see other examples of the NBA even, you know, auctioning off or selling clips from NBA games for millions of dollars. So I think for people that are famous, the answer is very clear. They think it's a way to make money in a very quick amount of time. However, I think the real application of NFT technology is almost like NFT is a one, you know, it's, it's a one and only item. Um, you can't replicate it. It's like me having this Superbid sweatshirt, and you know that there are thousands of other Superbid sweatshirts that are being printed around the world. But this is my sweatshirt. This is Max's sweatshirt, and he's working on the Superbid team. So this has more value than all those other sweatshirts. It's the same concept for an NFT. So if an if a famous person has all these items, but they know that they can create one unique thing, people want access to that famous person. How can they get access to that famous person? They can buy their NFT. So that's why they're doing all this stuff. But I do believe that there's going to be a lot of like longer term technology that comes out of this space, such as NFTs being used to patent items, patent technology, or NFTs being used as certification for a deed to a house. Things like this are the true potential of NFTs, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, It's quite remarkable. So if I'm hearing this correctly, you can actually bid... On an item, a tangible item, I'm going to use Max's sweatshirt. You can bid on Max's sweatshirt because Max is one of the top YouTube personalities in the world. And you're going, oh man, I would love to have that same sweatshirt that Max has on. I can bid on it, get that actual item, and then also get the digital version of it, the NFT. Is that
2: correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. The influencer might not always decide that they want to create an NFT pair, but they can.
0: You can have the combination. So how do we learn more about Superbid?
2: Uh Well, obviously you can go to our website, superbid.io. When you go to our website, you'll be able to see all the information about basically, basically what we're doing and then direct access to our telegram. The telegram is the number one spot to actually find out more information about us. We have one of the most active, engaged, intelligent communities across the crypto ecosystem, at least in my five years of being involved in it. And they are happy to answer any questions that, that anyone has when they come in. And then obviously we're in the chat We'll be there. If you have questions directly from us, you can just tag us and ask us. But I would say Telegram is the number one, and also follow us on Twitter, because that's where you're going to get in get a major, major news.
0: Thanks again for sharing your story on the Bitcoin.com podcast.
2: No problem. Thanks for having me.:
1: The opinions, beliefs and viewpoints expressed by various guests or sponsors of the podcast are solely their own. They do not necessarily reflect those of the podcast host or the other people entities, or organizations affiliated with the creation or production of the podcast. The guest and sponsor may consider their information reliable, but others involved in the creation or presentation of the podcast do not warrant the accuracy of guest or sponsor information, and it should not be relied upon.
0: You've listened to another episode of the Bitcoin.com podcast. Subscribe at news.bitcoin.com, where your journey begins.